Welcome everyone to the second episode of the Tandem Talk Show. I'm your host, Coach G, and I'm super excited to be joined by our special guest today, Coach Casey King. Oh, thanks, Garrett. Thanks for having me on. Guys, I'm super excited about this episode. Today's episode is titled, The Solutions to Women's Most Common Dieting Struggles. And as a bonus, and as a team, we're going to be providing some examples of solutions on how to overcome these struggles to help you lose fat faster, tone up easier, and achieve your goals in a much healthier and sustainable way. Guys, I'm super excited to be joined by Coach Casey today. As you know, Coach Casey is one of our personal women's VIP, women's fat loss coaches here at Tandem Nutrition. He has a wealth of knowledge, and um, I'll be sure that she speaks on her intro here in a little bit. But guys, as you know, the purpose of, the, of this podcast is to help educate women from all around the world on the most effective and healthy sustainable strategies for fat loss when it comes to achieving your goals in a very healthy and sustainable way. So Tandem Nutrition, we're an online nutrition coaching company, and you can find us um, online at our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash Tandem Tone Up for more of our free trainings and free resources on fat loss and toning up. But guys, without further ado, let's jump in right into today's episode. But first, hitting on a few big wins that our clients have made throughout our Tone Up programs. So Casey, i love to start with you. Tell us some, some wins that your clients have experienced um, this past week uh, in your program. Yeah. Did you see my cheat sheet get passed along? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I mean, if I went over all my client wins, it would be, we would be here for a while. So um, I picked out a few that, that really stood out to me within the past couple of weeks. Um, I have Caitlin and she's been down um, a little over, uh, I think we're about seven weeks in. So she's down about seven pounds. She's dropping body fat almost seven inches as well. Um, and with her, we're focused on gaining strength and lean muscle too. Um, Kayla, big shout out to her. She's mentioned that she hasn't touched the weight that she's currently at um, since, I think, freshman year of high school, maybe. Wow. Mm -hmm. And then Kevin, I just finished up a plan, or Kevin's 12-week journey, and he dropped about 12 pounds. And his goal wasn't even to lose, to lose weight. He just wanted to, to gain lean muscle. So um, through the process of gaining strength and muscle, he was able to drop some body fat there as well. Shalana um, finished up her plan as well. Um, in 12 weeks, she dropped about 18 pounds. She had Whoa, really, yeah, she had really incredible progress, right? Um, and she's now, a photographer, always on the move. So uh, 12 weeks. 12, 18 pounds in 12 weeks. That's pretty fantastic. Yes. But we're not done yet. Her and I, we're still working together. We're transitioning into the metabolic reset, and then we're going to go back for more. Um, a couple more. Audra's been really um, disciplined in this. We've been working together for a while. We've totally restructured her body composition. Um, we're moving into a muscle building phase, and then we're going to shred out in the future. Um, Jamie, she's been working with me for a while, too. We've seen inc incredible progress from Jamie. Um, I think we're about ten, we were about 10 pounds down. Um, we're in a, a reset phase right now, too. Um, but we've just totally restructured her mindset with this as well. Um, and then lastly, Maureen, we're about uh, just three weeks. She's down five pounds. So she's been five pounds already. Yeah. That is fantastic. Yeah. So ladies, yeah. definitely crushing it, Casey. Great job. So a lot and like of I said, there's a ton more. Um, we'll keep it short. <laughs> yeah, you know, you'll be on here again soon. But as you can see, Coach Casey's an amazing coach, leading a lot of women to healthier lifestyles through learning and teaching how teaching them how to eat healthy, to lose fat in a healthy and sustainable way. So great job, Casey. Uh, you know, we definitely appreciate you. Some other wins from our coaches. Coach Ashley is definitely crushing it. Her client, Michelle Winning, is down 18 pounds and nine inches in just 10 weeks. Uh, Michelle Winning is part of our Tone Up VIP team, which is 
um, our most popular program here at Tandem Nutrition. Coach Boston, uh, one of our other women's fat loss coaches, he has a few clients on fire right now. Um, Elizabeth Herrera, she's down seven pounds in just four weeks. Yeah, I remember when uh, Elizabeth came to us, she was completely stuck, unhappy, and um, she just wasn't sure where to go. And just through proper direction and macronutrient guidance, she was able to lose seven pounds in, uh, in just a month. So great job, Elizabeth. Uh, Jen Helig, she is down 18 pounds in 13 and a half, in 13 and a half inches in just 18 weeks. And um, Coach Boston also noted that she just trans transitioned her back into a fat loss phase from a metabolic reset phase. So as you know, at TNM, we take pride in helping our clients maintain their goal body weight. And the key to that is helping them transition from fat loss phases through metabolic reset phases and then back into fat loss phases. Last few, Coach Layla. Uh, so Coach Layla has a few big ones as well. Her client Sherry is down three pounds in just one week. Alina, her new client Alina, is down um, eight, seven point eight pounds in just in just four weeks. And Coach Barnes, uh, one of our uh, men's coaches, he has a client. Her name is Chaley, and it's pretty amazing. Chaley is a mom of three and. She is super busy, but despite that, she never misses workouts. She already came to super lean. She's down five pounds and four inches in just eight weeks. So right now, she'll be transitioning to a metabolic reset phase to increase her calories to help her maintain that um, goal weight she achieved. So guys, great job, uh, coaches. Great job at TNM. If you want to learn more about our programs, be sure to check us out. Our website is tandonutrition.com. And if you're not yet part of our free Facebook group, as I mentioned, it's facebook.com slash tandontoneup. It's completely free and you get a bunch of free resources. Get to see Casey, Boston, Jason, Ashley, and Layla uh, in there every day. So guys, let's transition into this today. In today's episode, as I mentioned, the topic of today's episode are the solutions to women's most common dieting struggles when it comes to losing weight and kicking off. Now, this is actually the first episode that Coach Casey has ever been on. I'm super excited that uh, she's on with me. Um, she was actually one of our first coaches here at Tan Nutrition, in fact, our second coach. And for those of you who may not know who Coach Casey is yet, Casey, would you mind taking a few minutes out and explain who you are, how you got started in nutrition and training, and how you came to this point today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I should have let you explain my, my client wins, Garrett. You're so much more enthusiastic. I'm jealous. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so as Garrett said, I am Casey. I um, am an occupational therapist. And just um, through working with that, there was a gap that I was missing. Um, something that I was really passionate about has been nutrition and fitness my whole life, but I never really delved into that. I was always in school, you know, learning the occupational therapy stuff. And I had the opportunity. I ran into Garrett. It was a divine appointment, <laughs> a meant-to-be moment, and um, actually did a bodybuilding show. And through that, I learned so much about myself. I hit goals I never thought I was capable of, challenged my beliefs, everything I thought that I couldn't do. I was like, wow, I actually can do something. Okay, I did this. What else can I do? What else are up is other people not doing because they don't think that they can. Right. And, um, we never really receive an, like an adequate education on, uh, our health in it in a simplistic way. <laughs> um, so we're all just kind of out here trying different things that we, we think may or may not work for us. And sometimes running ourselves into the ground or going crazy, trying to, to get a hold on it. So, um, just through, I mean, through self-education then also getting a personal training certification, um, <coughs> what else? fitness nutrition specialist, just a few different certifications like that. Um, online nutrition coach as well. It's just been um, a blessing to finally get to work with people, educate them on the, on the, 
the science of fat loss um, in a healthy, sustainable way. Perfect. Yeah. And that's one of the things I'm most impressed with you, Casey. Like you always strive to learn more, to better yourself. I'm always seeing what books you're reading and mm-hmm. how you're always trying to learn because it's that education, that knowledge that helps us break through those struggle, struggles and those barriers um, that come up in life, whether it's with our fat loss goals or with our perhaps um, our goals with starting another you know type of position or whatever. And you know you achieved a lot yourself in the dieting industry and you know towards your own weight loss goals. You mentioned that you compete in a bodybuilding show, um, a women's figure show. Talk to us about that for a little bit. Yeah, um, I want to say it was fun. <laughs> it was definitely challenging. Um, I'd never, even before that, I'd never counted macros before. I grew up an athlete. I played um, volleyball and I ran track in college and I never really did strategic dieting or anything. Um, and yeah, through that show, I just learned so much about myself, so much about macros, so much about um, the different dieting strategies and mindsets that are so crucial in successful dieting. Um, it has a great experience. We'll see yeah. if another one happens in the future, but um, it's been great to do. And now that I can um, have insight into coach people as, uh, through that. Um, yeah. And that's, well. that, that's awesome. That's the one thing I want to really pull out because that really blends in with today's topic is the, the struggles that we face that women face when dieting. I mean, you, you've went from one spectrum into the spectrum to the other, right? You went from, you know, learning more, more, more about macros, maybe not being too sure what they were to being like a, a macro master pro losing 30 pounds, competing in this women's figure division, um, placing very high, right? Uh, I'm not going to, for, I know you're like, yo, don't talk about this, but guys, she plays super high in the division, first show ever. And so there's a lot of challenges and struggles that that she faced and that, that she sees her clients face and that we see her clients face when it comes to achieving their weight loss goals. And that's exactly what we want to talk about today is the, the solutions to the most common struggles that our clients face. And we have, um, you have a lot of clients who work all around the world with us. And so we want to give you the most common struggles that we see our clients face when they're achieving your goals, when, when they're achieving their body weight goals. And the first one that we see most often is the fact that, and, and to be specific, so at, at Tandem Nutrition, we, we specialize in helping women lose fat and tone up through our healthy and sustainable methods. And so we're really speaking towards women with these five struggles. And the very first struggle is being consistent and staying on track with the nutrition throughout stressful and emotional times. Now, you know, Casey, so I know that you went through a bodybuilding competition, you went through several diets yourself, and you've worked with hundreds of clients on your own as well. What would you say um, when it comes to working with someone who is trying to handle or work through a very stressful or emotional time, what, what advice would you give them? And, and why is stress eating, why is that such an issue? Yeah. Um, what I usually see or what I feel the most important thing is to maybe identify where that stress is coming from. Because um, I think a lot of people can just identify with, I'm just a stress eater and they fail to really think about, hey, why am I stressed? What can I do to, to get to that root cause and to fix this so that I can stop stress eating? Because that's just like an outcome of, an, of a more deeper underlying issue. Um, and usually it's around rather work or time. I mean, time is usually one of the biggest stressors. And so people just maybe, um, or maybe other people in their lives. So it's usually relationships or time um, that, are, that are causing stress. And if we can work on just different strategies, for example, like if it's um, to-do lists or something to fit everything in throughout their day, usually it's like preparing. If we prepare, then we don't run into that time issue. Um, 
So just things like that, like to-do lists, different strategies, or if it's money, if money is their biggest stress and then they're, mm. because they have a lack of money, then their relationship is maybe off with somebody else in the environment that they're in and then they're just stressed and then they overeat. That's where they release all their, all their emotions and they get that temporary fix. So like, okay, let's do a budget, <laughs> you know? So going back to the very, very first thing, even though it's not related to nutrition, it's totally going to improve, I mean, habits. Um, and that carries over to a lot of different. Absolutely. That is so important to start at the root cause, find out exactly what's causing that ex experience of emotion or stress to, um, to come about and to work at alleviating that. Because once we do that, um, then we can work on nutritional strategies to be consistent with working alongside of those other behavior strategies to help calm down that stress or to lessen those emotion. And I had one client one time, she, um, she told me on weekends that <clears throat> the reason why she to get off track is because she just bored. She just she'd get up and like <clears throat> she would not have a schedule. And so one of the things that we did throughout our time together was we worked on creating a weekend schedule because I really believe that success from your weekdays come from setting up your structure on your weekends just as if it were your weekday. And so essentially we worked together in creating like a small like schedule throughout the day of things that she could, she could do to stay busy and not be focused on food, which I'm sure right now, you know, many people are still in quarantine. They are not getting out as much. And I can imagine how people are faced with food in their homes. And that's one of the strategies too. I tell my clients, like if you feel compelled to eat it, you know, if you know that there's no willpower to say no to that food, then maybe not buying it as often or make it, maybe keep it, keep it in clear sight that could influence your intake of that especially if it's higher in calories if you're like me i love to eat at night time and if it's near me i will probably destroy it and that will at least for me increase my calories which is usually not good all the time so that's point number one so one of the biggest struggles we see is just being consistent through those tough times of experiencing stress or experiencing emotion and um we know that that can be a big big struggle for a lot of people and if, if you're listening to this right now and if you if you ever overeaten because of stress or emotion comment comment stressful eating below let us know we'll work hard to create some resources for you to help with that before we move on casey are there any other points or maybe topics you want to touch on this before we move to point two yeah, maybe a couple other strategies. So I love how you mentioned maybe keeping it out of plain sight because as humans, if we see it, it's like, oh, it's easy and convenient. We want convenient and quick. So we'll just grab it mindlessly and, and eat it. So maybe having those snacks in the back behind things. And so our motivation, we're like, we're in a hurry. I don't really want to move everything and get to it. I'm just not even going to have it, you know? So keeping it out of plain sight. If we're eating chips, go ahead and portion it out into something rather than keeping that whole bag with us because uh, the whole bit, we kind of like dogs. I think I heard the thing before where if you feel a dog's bowl, it's going to eat the whole thing. And that's kind of how we are too. Sometimes we're watching TV. Right. Um, and so just go ahead and putting it however much into a bowl. And then we're like, okay, we completed it. We ate all that rather than having the bag. Um, and then also, so in the, in the time that happens between the thought of overeating and the action of doing it, there's a pause. Um, and I think in that pause, we need to, to sit and think, um, like, okay, I'm about to relieve myself of some sort of stress. What else can I do in this moment that will give me a similar outcome that will give me relief? Mm -hmm. Is it calling my mom? Is it calling my friends? Is it going on a walk? Because even though that temporary um, satisfaction from the food is going to be great, we know usually that's followed by guilt sometimes if we overeat mm -hmm. or binge eat. And so really visualizing the outcome and letting yourself wow. compare the weight of the, of the two of those is a crucial strategy and mindset of successful dieters versus uh, maybe not as successful. That is so powerful. So visualizing the outcome that is, you know, I've never thought about that in that way, like visualizing 
how you would feel. So you're saying basically there's a, there's a period of time before the thought turns into action and then you use that mm -hmm. period of time to visualize yourself feeling the way you would if you would take that action. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because usually it's just our habit taking over. We don't have that pause in, in conscious thinking. Uh, it's just that we're a robot. It's just like, oh, I'm stressed. I'm going to eat. Um, so being in tune with knowing that a pause happens and that's a pause that we can make a choice and we can divert from our robotic action. That is um, so, yeah, going on a walk, painting your nails, calling a friend, creating, conditioning yourself to another, uh, I don't know, another outcome. These are some top-notch strategies. You know, one thing that I that I do when I what for me it's not really the thought. It's just I'm I'm eating and I want to keep eating. And so like at, after a meal, um, and this experience I experienced this personally when I did a contest myself. I lost thirty pounds and like for two years I was just on this roadblock of like man I just want to keep eating. I binge for three months. It's really terrible. And um, and so like one of the things I did was I would I did I did two things that really helped me. One I would brush my teeth after eating a meal. Um, and I still do that today, just out of habit. And then, then two, I, this is really weird. Um, I, I put headphones on, I put on like some motivated music. I'll take my shirt off. Right. And I look in the mirror. I'm like, yo, yo, this can change. If you keep doing this. Right. And I'm like, let's do that. So anyway, guys, what she just said is so powerful. So next time you're in a situation where you're, you're feeling stressed out, there's that moment of pause where you can make or not make a decision that could cause an outcome that's desirable or less desirable. And so I, I, I would encourage you to think more about that one pause and think maybe one or two things that you can do that's not going in line with the outcome of, of eating more or binging um, to make steps towards your goals and to fight that emotional urge to, to give way to, to the stress or emotion you experience. So Casey, that was awesome. That was so good. Thank you for explaining that. So point two, so the second biggest struggle we see that women face when it comes to dieting and being consistent with, with their weight loss goals is <clears throat> being consistent with their protein-focused calorie deficit. So as you all know, what's most important for fat loss is being in a calorie deficit, okay? So <clears throat> that is absolute key for fat loss, and what's even more important is being in a protein-focused calorie deficit. We'll definitely talk more, more about protein here in a second, but we know that there are some situations that may arise that would maybe perhaps make being consistent in a calorie deficit pretty tough. Casey, maybe what's one scenario that you've ran into with your clients that you've noticed that, hey, you know, my clients really have trouble throughout this time when it comes to being consistent? Weekend. <laughs> Weekend. Okay. Tell me about Weekend. it. Yeah, um, I think, and I used to, to be this way as well. We're, we've kind of been, it's like a social norm to like have the cheat mentality on weekends or that's kind of your free for all. Like you try really hard, you know, during the week and then that's your reward is the weekends. Um, and then just knowing though, like, yes, while one meal overeating probably won't sabotage all the progress you made. If we do overeat quite a bit, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's likely that that can balance out that calorie deficit and no longer be in the, the necessary calorie deficit needed to say to maybe if your goal is to lose a pound each week, you know, we won't be in the deficit that's required to meet that goal. Exactly. That's so, so I think, important. Yeah. So I think just having a, a mindset shift of understanding that um, the, the, the science of why a calorie deficit is, is important. If we don't think it's important, then we won't really adhere to it. So mm -hmm. I think it's really important to know like the calorie deficit has to happen. Um, yeah. And then maybe shifting like, okay, cheat meals aren't necessarily a thing because in what we do, we do flexible dieting. So understanding like, hey, if I still continue to eat foods I love throughout the week, I don't have to splurge and cheat on the weekends. I can still stay on track. So I really encourage clients, one way to, to help the, with the weekends is to continue to 
um, eat the foods that they love every day in moderation and fit them into their plan. Absolutely. (laughs) Guys, if you missed that, what Coach Casey said is absolutely vital. And it's so true that you can have a perfect week. But if you go on weekends, like it's a free for all that you can eat whatever you want to have all these cheat meals and still lose weight. That is, there is not a guarantee that weight loss will still happen over time. So definitely pay attention. That's so important. And if there's one weekend strategy. I'd love to hear some strategies that you maybe give your clients too, Casey. One strategy that we use with some of our clients is the fact that um, some clients, I have one client who just enjoys eating more. She, she even drinks more throughout the weekend or she drinks throughout the weekend. Uh, and so what we've done essentially was just increase her calories throughout the weekends, which to keep our weekly calorie average, you've decreased her calories throughout the week. So what Casey was saying was basically it's most important that we're in a weekly calorie well, weekly deficit, um, and that our, our weekly average is maintain that deficit. You know, Coach Casey, what's, uh, what's maybe another strategy that you've used with your clients to help them be successful throughout a weekend uh, and, and to stay on track? Yeah, similar to what you mentioned too, so macro bars, so if they know they're going to go out to eat, um, or if they even think they might go out to eat Saturday, they don't really have to know. Um, but maybe Friday, just cut back calories a little bit if they want to, or Saturday having um, a lighter meal in the morning of protein so they stay more full throughout the day um, and just saving, budgeting those calories for the evening. It may not be perfect, but at least you save, you know, the majority of your, of your day's calories for that meal. Um, and then also having a plan in place. What's, what's nice is the peace of mind that comes with having like a coach or a plan because you know, like, hey, if you do happen to go over, it doesn't necessarily, like your body doesn't know time right? Like your body's not like, Oh, 24 hours. If you overeat, I'm going to gain one pound of that. Like, yeah. and so your body doesn't adhere to the time. That's like a man-made thing. Right. So it's like knowing, Hey, if I happen to overeat, I can oh, just maybe throughout the course of the week, you want everything to balance out. So knowing the next few days, just having a plan in place. So that way you don't get like, oh, I failed today. Like there's no such thing as failure. Even mm-hmm. if you overeat in a day, like you never fail because tomorrow just eat a little bit less over the course of the next few days and it's going to balance out. You'll be fine. Um, so, so such a great point. A and that I'm sorry. That, that aligns right along with that, that kind of all or nothing mindset, right? With, you know, there's no thing as failure and your body really looks at your overall calorie take throughout, throughout the week. And that's one of the things that I see that a lot of women struggle with, even guys too, is like, oh, I messed up. I must, like literally I had someone tell me yesterday, <clears throat> last week, that they messed up. So they're going to wait until Monday's like a Tuesday, like today's Tuesday. Wait until Monday to get back on track. I'm like, hey, you have like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, six days to get like right back on track. You can do it tomorrow. And so you could use those six days to your advantage and not use those to just keep pound pounds and overeating. Um, because that's one big struggle of I seen with people too is like black and white, right or wrong, you failed, you won. What do you think about that, Casey? Yeah, I would agree. And then I would also say too, so sometimes I'll have um, I've worked with quite a few clients. This is common um, where if we do overeat and I've done this before too, um, it's like, you don't want to weigh the next day. Cause you almost can't accept the, the truth, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, but still remembering that's in, like, that's never body fat gain back. Like that's not going to happen overnight. So just like the weight, that's the weight of the food. That's the water retention. That's, you know, the sodium that you had from eating out. So recognizing that continuing to weigh and realizing that's not a reflection of like failure or that, you know, um, and because that weight will be important to, to continue to track. So that way, if you do work with a coach or even if you're doing this on your own, you can still make adjustments based on, like you can see how your weight is um, corresponding with the macros that you've consumed. Um, yeah. Perfect. There was another awesome. point I want to say, but I forgot it. 
No, that's perfect. Excellent. So let's go to point number three. Point number three was basically the number three, the, the third biggest struggle we see that clients face when losing weight is being consistent with hitting their protein goals. And I like what you said. We, Casey and I chatted before this call, and she brought, she brought up a brilliant point about a lot of times women may not hit their protein goals because they, they may not understand the importance of hitting protein. And Casey, you know, talk to us a little bit about why protein is so important and kind of go into some more information about how much protein a woman should have if their goal is to lose body fat. Yeah. And I mean, I was, I used to do this too. I didn't really want to eat a lot of protein because I thought I would get bulky. Right. <laughs> um, and so I think that understanding Not the importance of it, <laughs> the importance of it for we, um, just decide like that we don't want to eat it because it's going to make us bulky. So understanding like the actual facts are then going to help us to, um, to hit these goals. And so, um, I mean, protein is important. It's going to preserve our muscle mass, especially in a, a calorie deficit that we want to preserve the muscle mass. Cause if not, then we can be losing muscle mass. Um, and we won't have that timed, timed, tight toned physique as what we would, um, if we're maintaining our muscle and losing body fat and uncovering the muscle. So, um, and also gaining new muscle tissue is likely as well. And then also protein, I mean, it's going to keep us full throughout the day. So I have a lot of clients too, who our macros are structured to where they're in the deficit that they need, but maybe they're eating more carbs and not enough protein and they're starving. So, I mean, I could increase calories, but then we're going to be at maintenance and we're not going to lose weight or we can get in the desired um, allotment of protein and then we'll stay more full. Mm-hmm. Um, does that make sense? Um, but yeah, protein needs maybe like 0.8 to one gram per pound of lean body mass. Um, it's going to be different for everyone, of course, based on just multiple different factors. Um, and training goals, like goals are a big thing here as well. So absolutely. Yeah. You know, if you're a woman, listen to this. And if you have trouble hitting your protein goals, type protein below. We have some free resource. We'd love to tag you in to help you with that. It's one common theme we seem with, uh, we see with, you know, I'd probably say 90% of the women we work with. And it's so important, especially if your goal is to tone up, to build more lean body mass and to cut body fat. So one definitely thing after consistently hitting your protein focused calorie deficit that you cannot miss if you're looking to really transform your physique over time. And I like, to, I think a lot of people get caught up in like, you know, what, sh- how much protein should I have before workout and, and after workout. But here's just most important that you should know to get the best results. One, hit your overall protein goal throughout the day, hit your total protein goal and in, in the gram amount, then take that gram amount and do your best each day to spread that amount over evenly throughout the day and have even meals spread um, with that protein um, in, in even quantities. Just make sure you're getting the full benefit of protein uh, throughout the, each meal and each day. So um, Casey, anything else you want to add to that point? Yes. No, that was perfect. Um, but also too, what helps a lot of my clients is I, I have a, quite a few right now that are um, having issues with getting in enough protein. And I always tell them, hey, pre-plan, pre-log your day. Because if you mm-hmm. pre-log your day, if you want to put it in my, my fitness pal, then you already know um, that you're going to hit it the next day. Right. And if you ever have issues with what kind of foods, like Garrett said, we have resources too, or just Google, um, lean protein sources or something like that too. Exactly. Yep. Perfect. <clears throat> so the fourth struggle, which is almost similar to the second struggle we went over is, um, it talks about we being confident in really just tough situations. We know that in life is never gets as easy situations. And, 
it's important that as coaches, we help our clients navigate through tough situations, whether you're going out to eat, you're traveling, you're on vacation. So I want to spend some time on this because this is so important. It's about being consistent and fighting through the struggles of eating in different environments when it comes to, like I said, eating out, traveling, you're on vacation, um, because this is one major roadblock that happens in everyone's life that we have to work through together to educate you on and to make sure that you're successful so you can maintain your results for life. So um, besides, out of those three, Casey, which one at eating out, vacationing, and traveling, which one of those comes up most often for you, you think? Well, eating out, um, because that's kind of like a weekend thing, I feel, for a lot of people. But vacationing, uh, especially over the summer, was a big one for a lot of clients. And so um, I think the mentality usually is like we have in our mind, like, hey, I'm on vacation. And when we when we think of vacation, we think of like taking a break. And so like we may, like I'll usually have clients that are say, hey, can I put a pause? I'm going on vacation, which yes, we, we can. But understanding um, that even if we're pausing, our body isn't. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, and while we do want to still enjoy our time, um, we can still do that while staying on track because what happens is when we go on vacation, we might get out of the habits that we've already formed. Say we're like five weeks in um, and we've already started to build these habits and we're on track getting this momentum. We go on vacation. We're having an awesome time, right? There's a lot of things that just like uh, going out to eat, whatever we may be doing, spending time with family, whatever. Um, and then when we come back, we're back to reality. We're like, wow, that was so fun in the moment. But like, I'm, I feel so far behind. I feel, you know, like I lost progress. Um, and mm-hmm. so what, that's what I love about the, the dieting approach that we do. The flexible dieting is you're able to take this with you. Um, and so even though you may not be perfect, you're still in the mindset of, okay, I still have parameters. I'm still going to let myself enjoy foods because we want, we want everybody to enjoy vacation time. Um, and eating those hole in the wall places is like what we're supposed to do on vacation. Um, but just still maintaining that mindset, that dieting mindset while you're there, but letting yourself um, have those foods you enjoy. So while you can, you can still do the strategies we talked about earlier of, saving the majority, if you know you're going to be going out to eat, save the majority of the calories for that meal. Exactly. Yeah, I, I love that. And one of the biggest strategies that I give to you know, our clients when they go on vacation too, is like, you know, we want to enjoy your favorite foods and foods you love, is if you're already deep in a, a diet and deficit, there's nothing wrong with going to maintenance just to have more like wiggle room with your calories, uh, or even use that time to take a diet break, which is essentially at maintenance and being more, I guess, flexible with your tracking. So there could be, when you're, when you're going on vacation, you're traveling, or you even going to eat, there could be a purpose to each, I guess, plan to what we do. You don't have to like have a free for all because there's really no, I mean, there is a purpose is like to have fun. Right. And we want you to have fun, but you can still have fun while making progress. And that is exactly what you want. What, what we want for you guys listening to this today is that when you go out to eat, you're not, you know, you're not, uh, at the end of your ropes, like you can still make awesome progress and we still want you to eat. Like, I think maybe people think that we, you would tell people just to go eat salads. And, um, I, you know, I had dinner with a friend, uh, last week I had like huge burger, right. And, uh, love barbecue burgers and I tracked it. Um, okay, I didn't track it, but I didn't worry about it because I knew that the next day I was getting right back on track. So yes. So that's another, one of the biggest struggles we see their clients is just maintaining consistency throughout those tough times, whether it's eating out, traveling, or vacationing. And um, so great points there, Casey. Is there anything else you want to add to this point? I feel like we already kind of talked about eating out. So, Yeah. If you guys listen to this, have any questions about how to maintain successful habits throughout eating out, traveling, vacationing, comment within below, and we will help you out with some more uh, answers after this episode. So last one. I do have something. 
I think a lot of people too, if they like have a nutrition or a, a training plan too, will say like, well, I'm not going to be able to get my training in. Therefore I need to put a pause on my plan. But like when it comes down, if the goal is body fat lot or fat loss, um, I mean, we can do the majority of that. Like I have clients that are doing it through nutrition and maybe like walking two or three times a week. Um, so if we're not able to train, that's okay. We can still follow the nutrition part and stay on track. Yes. In case you guys missed that, you can actually lose body fat without training. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So we don't, if, yes. Mm-hmm. That is, I, I thank you for saying that. I don't think that gets enough attention. What's most, so if, believe it or not, if your goal is fat loss, what's most important is nutrition. You don't even need to exercise. If your goal is to gain muscle mass, then you're, what's, you know, I may be going a little rant here, but look, if I, if I, if I see another one of these, like nutrition's 80%, training's 30%, <laughs> I'm probably going to shut down my computer. Yeah, because they're all 100%. Because the one that's most important to you is one that you're lacking in the most. Sleep is like sleep, so recovery, training, nutrition. And um, <laughs> I'll write a post about this. I mean, I wrote a po- I'll post the post about this because it's so important, right? I don't know why we're talking about this. I'm kidding, I do. But as you mentioned, fat loss, exercise is not. <clears throat> it helps. It does. But that's not your excuse to not at least try out your diet, right? You mentioned another point, Garrett. I'm going to throw this in really quick. So you said sleep. So tie that into the very first thing we talked about, um, like talking about stress. That's the number one thing. I feel like as a society, we're all about like the hustle, right? Um, and we don't put a lot of emphasis on sleep. And um, we think like if we're lazy or that's something that we sacrifice when in reality, I mean, maybe the stress is coming from lack of sleep. So realizing like if self-care or sleep is never lazy, that's actually like very crucial and one of the most important things in fat loss success. Money. I love that. <laughs> Great point. All right. Last struggle that we see women face. Big one here, guys. Big one. Self-limitations. So that's pretty big. So Casey, talk to us about self-limitations. What does that mean? And give us a few examples of some self-limitations that women face when they progress throughout a fat loss diet. Yeah. um, Self-limitations. So I think self-limitations could be whether it come like be educational or misguided misinformation. So then we think kind of what we're talking about, like, uh, like protein or the, or carbs are bad. So there's those sorts of things that we place on ourselves. Like, okay, I can't eat carbs, even though I love them, I can't eat them. Um, so we place those, but then we also place like the internal ones too of like, like all uh, this has happened quite a bit this month. I've had quite a few clients that on their, their initial assessment will say like, um, I'm a stress eater. So they're identifying with this negative role or this negative identity that they're trying, that they don't want to be, but by identifying with it, they're, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Is, I don't know if that's the word, but um, so they're creating a cycle just through thinking that that's what they are. So in order to, um, I feel like to break that, you almost have to think of yourself not as that. So don't say like, I am this, right? Um, and yeah. perform in a way that somebody who isn't that would perform and you will start thinking it and those behaviors will follow. So that's like a tangent. But um, other self-limiting beliefs of just like, I'm not strong enough. So all these these um, things that people will say or and we'll have calls and stuff too and they'll say these things. And But what I think is cool, a cool mindset to have is we're all, I mean, humans, we're like a species. So we're all very similar. Um, and so what's separating the person that's, successful from the person that's not is that they thought that they were successful you know um mm. also capable of this mm. and i wish more people would realize it 
<laughs> yes, that is so true. The belief in oneself is so important. I think one of the biggest self limitations I see in clients and, and people is just saying, you know, I don't have time. Like mm-hmm. when time is limitation, your behaviors will dictate actions that will pull you backwards. Mm-hmm. When I hear that, I see people going through drive throughs. I see people skipping the gym. Me, I say I'm too busy. I'm not going to the gym, right? I do it all the time, right? Get back on track there, Casey. That's good. So a lot of things, so when you tell yourself that, you know, I'm a stress eater, I don't have enough time, you're essentially not only identifying yourself with someone who is that role, but you want you, your actions help you fulfill that role that you're trying to portray yourself as. So it's important that this, the, talk, the self-talk you give to yourself, I am a successful weight loss dieter. I, I can lose that easy, right? When you, when you literally write the top three things down, like I can stick to my diet today. I, this hunger will not phase me. And like, I am a fat burning machine. If you, I just hear myself say that I can just like picture like me going in my kitchen and having some like chicken and veggies because I am a fat burning machine. (laughs) Is that what you mean by that Casey? Yeah, that was good. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, self-limitation and what you tell yourself is so important. It comes to fat loss. So I encourage you, if you feel stuck, Merely stuck emotionally, like unaware of like, wow, I cannot believe I was have been telling myself this this whole time. I encourage you to take some time out and do some self-reflection. Just take some out to understand, hey, what have what have I been telling myself that has caused me to take actions that it's not aligned with my goals? And I'd love to hear some feedback that you give yourself after you do this because that's one thing thing that I do that really helps helps us out, helps me out with knowing is what I'm doing effective, does it work, and can I be consistent with it? So guys, that's the five struggles that we experience with our clients that we've noticed through our clients when trying to lose fat and keep it off. Um, and so, as I mentioned, these are the five most common dieting struggles that women face. Number one is the fact that <clears throat> staying on track throughout stressful emotional times can put a burden on your fat loss success, especially if you don't set up a, a structure or boundaries to be consistent and have maybe some outlets to relieve that stress or emotion. So uh, that's number one. Number two is not hitting your protein-focused calorie deficit consistently. Number three is not knowing the importance of protein and hitting it each day. Four is not being consistent through navigating through tough situations. And lastly, number five, self-limitations. Casey, is there anything else you want to add today? Oh, my gosh. Oh, we could talk forever. We could, uh, we're good. Awesome. <laughs> guys that is it thank you for tuning in to this this uh so episode two of the tandem talk show with coach casey we'll never have her back on here soon but i appreciate you guys tuning in uh be sure to join our private facebook group the tandem tone up community um and we'd love to have you we have a bunch of free resources live trainings just for you to take advantage of and to help you throughout your fat loss journey as always if you have any questions let us know and we'd be more than happy to help thanks for watching and we see you guys next time thank you guys bye